There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hello once again and welcome back to another episode of Father and Sundays, the unexplained regard to absolutely nothing. This week's episode, episode 27. I can't believe it's 27. Oh, didn't expect that accent. And we're talking television this week. So stick around if you want to hear more. Hello, Dad. Hello, Connor. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Thank you very much. How are you? Yeah, not bad. Thank you. Good. All right, is that the end of the podcast? <laughs> yeah, please. All right, all right. Well, thank you very much for listening this mm-hmm. week. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. We haven't gone. No, haven't Still gone. Here. Unfortunately right. for you. Uh, yes, they're quiet, yeah. So, what we're going to do then? Uh, I think the plan is we're talking television today. Okay. Got anything to get off your chest beforehand? So uh, now there you are. Well, I'm going to leave the shirt on, please. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, then just have down you, have, Should I have something to get off my chest? No, but I have, and I thought it would be a way of actually... Oh, would you like me to say something that yeah, would make you please. feel a bit better? Yeah. Um, uh, I went for a run. Well done. <laughs> Thanks. Anyway, back to me then. Um, there's a few things I wanted to just quickly run through before. Um, one of the things was that we'd not mentioned the England football team. Over the weeks we've been recording this, there's been matches, we've got very involved in it. Yeah. And obviously, um, unfortunately, they lost in the final on penalties, as everybody knows. But just wanted to say how fantastic they were, how proud I am of them. I'm now getting over it, I think. It was quite difficult at the time, but brilliant. and very unlucky not to win the whole thing. Yeah, I think it's worth mentioning that we... We did record an episode, didn't we? Record an episode the day after. Yes, I think we, we it was in amongst bit. it all we the time, wasn't it? it? So it was but. quite stressful. But there we go. Um, the other thing, the is, Denmark episode. Sorry, yes. just mentioned when we mentioned Denmark <clears throat> that went out the day of the final. Yes, yes, in fact, it did, didn't it? Um, the other thing was, I like to go back to previous podcasts and just sort of address a few things. One of the things was uh, I said that I had two big bug bears and then only mentioned one of them. But the well, other... Well, this is classic you, though, isn't it? You don't is, finish your sentence. Exactly. But the other other big bug bear I had was uh, we were talking about music and we were talking about people recording songs from the past. And Sorry, Exhibit A, you just... The big bug bear is... And then you went on to do another sentence. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
The other big bugbear I had was a specific bugbear, and that specific bugbear was I was... Keep saying bugbear. Yeah, was a victim of a hit-and-run musically by Miley Cyrus the other day when a song came on that I recognised and then I just felt sad for the rest of that song because Miley Cyrus has done a a cover of Metallica's Nothing Else Matters. That song doesn't need to have itself covered. It is right. excellent as it is and it makes me weep. And that was my other big bugbear. But we'll move on from that now. Yeah, we'll move on from that because everyone, it's, it's probably quite a, a compliment to have your song covered. Yeah, maybe. Actually, I've just remembered something else I was going to ask. All right. Have you seen the news? Uh, well, I've seen stuff about the news. Yeah. Have you seen the Bigfoot news? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Did yeah. you see the Bigfoot news? I did see the Bigfoot news. Now, we had a episode about Bigfoot very early on. Very but, early on, so if but, you listen back to it, they've got better. <laughs> recently, two people in canoes, kayaks, I don't know, were paddling down a river, and what did they see? They saw a Bigfoot Squatting. carrying a, a littler foot... <laughs> Across the water. See, I, I saw a picture and it looked like the Bigfoot was squatting. No, I think that's just you filling in gaps. It was wading across the... Uh, I think it's just proof that they're out there, family right. units of them, and uh, this is the proof we needed. All right. Well, five minutes in, yeah, should we oh, get right, in... Sorry, well, it's not quite five minutes in, but should we uh, move on to yes, television? Yes, 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 yes. Away you go. Oh, 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 okay. I didn't expect the first mention there of a television, even though I was one brought it up. So, television. Yes. I think a key thing that might be worth mentioning, because we mentioned it over a couple of episodes. We mm -hmm. mentioned it in the 60s episode, the 70s episode. It's changed a lot, hasn't it? Well, it has changed a lot. I mean, um, obviously, the uh, the amount of, of uh, programs that can channels. be watched, the amount of channels that can be watched, the... The quality of the picture. The ability to pause. Black and white to colour. Everything On like demand. That. Yeah. So you there's can a watch TV, TV in quotation. Oh, it's still always back. The cough's back. It's, it's, every time we record, though. Uh, before everything as well. Uh, the, in quotation, streaming services could be considered TV. Yeah, no, no, different all of that is different ways of watching TV nowadays. Changed the way we've done things, and and we we used often to be go to the cinema to watch TV almost. Well, to see anything like, like that, and big, then something big event that's happening. But then, obviously, it was a family event to a certain degree when certain things come on. When not probably before you were born. I mean, I can remember watching certain programs and if it was a Christmas special or something like that even, even not, not that long ago, where you'd sit around because we've talked about this before, unless they rerun it, there wasn't necessarily at the yeah. time a way of They didn't have Dave, it. did they? They didn't have Dave or Deja Vu either, my favourite one. Dave plays plays um, reruns of stuff and then Deja Vu reruns the reruns. reruns yeah, no. So And gold. So there's part of that that I think uh, that's quite a nice way to think you've got to invest your time to do it. But now, obviously, at your leisure, you can watch, you can binge watch, and you can do all that sort of thing. But just tracking back a little I bit... I will sometimes wait until an entire series has been on and then watch all of it. 
Sometimes, yeah, depending on how into the series we've talked about that before. The difficulty with that is that can't do that with EastEnders. I'm waiting to the end of EastEnders so I can just watch all of it. No, don't bother. No. Uh, I saw the very first episode of EastEnders on a massive great telly in my room in Basildon. Just how big was this TV? It was big. It was a big and when you say big, big to it as you well. mean big, you don't mean big screen. You mean big back. No, I mean big as in it took about three people to pick it up and move it around and it was it was huge at the back there was more of it at the back square than there was the as well i imagine yeah. so anyway that was just a, a slight detour there now one of the things as well is the nature of programs and obviously tv programs reflect normally the era uh, the, the, the particular decade particular times you're in so it's interesting when you look back at the period dramas well, I accept period dramas, but you look back and went like um, and in my lifetime, so that's end of 60s going through 70s, there's been a very, very different sort of programs that have been on. And I mean, well, something that's very um, at the front of everything now is the politically being politically correct. I was literally things. about to say how the thing being PC and stuff like that. Well, I... I, it was. It's funny actually because I watched a program. Or as I mean, you look back and there's some stuff that clearly, clearly can't be shown again. But I, I well, not um, necessarily shown, but taken with a. I mean, I'm going to come up with an example. I know I'm interrupting you there, but um, Disney. If you watch Disney Plus and you watch some of the old Mickey Mouse, mm. it says there are depictions of things that are seen as not correct nowadays, or or characters smoking or something like that, like. Yeah, Disney yeah. character smoking, um, it's, and they make it clear that this was because of the time. Yeah, it's strange actually. There's two different sides to it because, um, like I say, I was watching TV the other night, and as always, you put on something. It'll be on in about ten minutes, so you end up watching the previous program. And there was a program on called Man About the House. Now this was the seventies. It's about. Uh, and think that they made a American version of it. I don't know which came first, but it was the seventies. So it was a fella living with two young girls, and it was about their relationship. And it was a bit, you know, it was like everything of that sort of time. Um, but I, I started watching it, and I thought, what's this going? And I never remember it being anything terrible in it. But I thought, oh, hang on, should they be showing this? Because probably any second now there'll be a very sexist remark, uh, very, I don't know, could be anything within it. Um, but it wasn't, you know, it was it was okay, it was, it was fine. But it just struck me that there were things like that. There was like, I think one of this, one of the more famous is the Love Line Neighbour one, which had a black family living next door to a white family. Now, they won't show that anymore. But that was quite a popular program at the time. Sometimes shows nowadays, um, as a way of, I would say, educating about differences, will will purposely show stuff like that. I mean, you've got there's been shows like um, I can't remember the name of it now, but you know the the there was a about a family that moved from China to US. Oh, back in, fresh off the boat. Fresh off the boat. That's it. Yeah, and um, that was kind of like showing you about there's there was discrimination and stuff like that back well, in it, time it, um, it, there was something else I wanted to mention briefly but go on say but I, about say. and you've, you've brought up a point there and I remember watching The Big Bang Theory quite recently 
Yeah. Watching The Big Bang Theory. And, you know, great program, hilariously funny, characters really good. Now, I, don't get me wrong, I'm not sort of, I'm quite open-minded about things and, and you know, I, I can understand a joke compared to something that's actually supposed to be insulting. But in that, it struck me that they do impressions and take the mick out of Raj. Yeah. And although the whole of the program is done in a good spirit and all the rest of it, I did a couple of times when I heard it thought, I mean, they wouldn't be able to do it in a... I don't think they'd make a program in this country like that. And there is a bit of a difference, actually, because when it comes to things like accents, I'm I'm a bit of an advocate for saying there's nothing wrong with doing an accent because as long as you're not doing it in a offensive way. Like, for example, if I did an Irish accent... Yeah. There would be, it would be deemed not wrong because... I'm essentially doing something of, of of another white culture. Yeah. Now it is deemed wrong to do sometimes of a of an Indian accent, a Pakistani accent, or maybe some yeah. kind of African Jamaican, accent. Any any other. Less so South African because there are quite a lot of white people within uh, South Africa. But it's now a I am thing, I am part though, of the thing it? that if if you're mocking their culture because of it, yes, absolutely wrong. I I am a bit on the side of if you're just doing an accent and stuff like that as long as you're not mocking it well interestingly really and I don't want it because we're not talking about television a- absolutely just about television here but it's when people uh, there'll be people that do impressions of their relations yeah you know and that that in a way sort of it's acceptable to do um but, you know, it's a difficult sort of subject, really. And before we move on to this topic, I wanted to mention something, because I was going to mention it a second ago, but yeah, something conversation di- diverted a little bit. Um, Father Ted, been watching, re-watching that recently. Yeah. Um, and um, there's a particular episode, and I just wanted to mention it briefly, right in the first series, and it is before my time as well. I think it was like 1905, possibly before that or something. Yeah. Um, that that came out uh, but an ep- episode in the first series where father jack who's the drunk guy yeah. and stuff like that in the corner said and it goes to a flashback said uh father jack will be doing your pe lesson today girls watched it the other night yeah yeah in an all girls like uh school run catholic yeah. school it said be doing your pe lesson today and he said there's no need for you to wear your tracksuit tops your tracksuit tops because it's quite warm <clears throat> and that's kind of thing because even when you mentioned about things being pc now if you think about it that's about young girls in a, in a and school it's a, it, but it's about a character and father Teddy's yeah. when, when we talk about their favorite programs father Teddy is one of my it's a, one among programs. those yeah um but yeah you know it, it's it's a it's a difficult one. It's a very tricky subject within. It's TV. a fine line, but I think sometimes when you look back on things that are written are previously, you've got to take things with a pinch of salt. There are definitely you've got things that were written some time ago for that the time do not sit in today's yeah. world. Some things will be completely ignored in today's culture, but yeah. Um, before we go on to the next section, um, you had an idea for a, a new. Uh, segment of the podcast didn't you oh well yeah and i think really it's an apology of a segment because from the word go when i've been doing these it's been one inaccuracy after another and uh i sometimes mention them they're sometimes mentioned to me but sometimes immediately after i've done them i realize it so 
I've got a new new sort of what did you call segment. it? Segment. Segment, that's it. I've got a new segment and it's called I've forgotten what it's called. <laughs> it's called Fact Check. Fact we won't, check. We won't be introducing it each time. No. We'll just play God, it. No, but this is the only time we'll be introducing okay, it. So. And it's a good thing you remembered the name. Yeah, I, I can't. I don't know what's going on with me now. Should we, should we just go for it? Go for it. When mentioning Roger Miller in last week's episode, I said he was a Cameroon forward in the 1980 World Cup. Of course, it was 1990. Fact check. Right, so um, that was that. Yeah. Um, do you reckon there'll be more? Undoubtedly. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right. On to the next bit. Yep. So, favourite TV programmes. We went off a little bit of a tangent, but it was a serious subject we needed to talk about. But TV programmes that have been important to you, Connor? Um, I would say, well, Father Ted, certainly one. I would say, actually, and this, this diverts into another brief topic I did want to mention, but I'm going to do it now anyway, is there's a lot of TV programmes that you've kind of liked and encouraged me to watch. Yeah inappropriate sometimes <laughs> Some, well sometimes when you think about the age I first watched them potentially um, but we don't care Father Ted being one of them IT Crowd yep Red Dwarf yep a lot of those kind of programs that I, I, I love a sitcom yeah I mean it's a traditional thing and, and it feels like it's a I'm not sure it isn't but it feels like it's a British thing it's a certain type of of program like well, that. The, certainly the British humour in those ones. Yes, which is there. very different, I think, from elsewhere around the world. Black books. Oh, you, you're, you're mentioning ones. I mean, I had a list of ones and you've already mentioned like sort of IT crowd, uh, Black Books, Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf being one of our favourite programmes. Yeah, I mentioned that one too. Did you mention that one? I'm having a terrible time. Hyperdrive. Hyperdrive, yeah. Not Going Out is a big favourite of mine. But that's that's sort of... You know, these these have been going on for... I mean, something like Black Adder was only a certain amount of series of it. And in a way, I'm glad four. they did that. Huh? I said four. Four. Well, and the extras and all the rest of oh, it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, comedy. I think comedy is a is a massive oh, thing. Whether it's, it's, like you say, sitcom side of things or whether it's... Um, it's just a pure comedy. I suppose they've all, in a way, has got a sitcom about it. You know? Sometimes... When you say pure comedy, you mean like um, the the the, sh- the like panel shows are quite big for yeah, it as well. Yeah, I mean, I do love a panel show. I I do to a certain extent. I I did get at one point a little bit would overwhelmed by how many of they are. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I would lie to you. Is uh, would I Sorry? lie to you? Even it's it's another one that would I was you, watching. Obviously, it's, it's the one they definitely going to like. Yeah, would I like you? Yes, I would. It's a really short program. <laughs> yeah, um, no. Um, oh God's sake! Is Bob Mortimer on there? Is he's one of the funniest things I'd ever see. I've just remembered, and now I'm really struggling to remember. Is it Morecambe and Wise? Yes. Now I remember being a kid and going downstairs, like, and this is when it was still dark outside, when we had those red kind of patterny curtains. Uh, for anyone listening, to yep. so they know what the curtains Sets were like the at the time. Yeah, and I remember getting up because I used to get up really early, eating cereal, and go downstairs and watching Morecambe and Wise. 
Mm. I remember one particular time and sit and eat their cereal on the floor and really laughing at it. Do you no, remember that? It's probably that? sort of Christmas time, you know. They, they tend, tend I remember to... you being there and I think you yeah, coming in and out of the a... room and I think you were liking that I was sitting there really laughing. Right of passage, really. I mean, when I was younger... Because you my... think about my generation, that is not no. what we'd be watching. Well, my mum and dad... Um... Just happened to be on. Yeah, but it's weird, isn't it? My mum and dad used to watch it, so I used to watch it. I used to find it really funny. And in a way, Eric Malcolm, my dad reminded me... Uh, or Eric Morton reminded me of my dad um, and the way he did things. Um, and then I carried on watching it, and it is still funny. But then a lot of the comedians these days, if they had to put a list of, uh, you know, the top comedians in there, and I mean, they didn't particularly write their own material, but their delivery of it was incredible. Uh, and they had, TV-wise, they used to have their specials, used to be unbelievable, the figures they'd get for them. And it, it, you know, they were the elite show. On like the three channels there were. Yeah. But BBC yeah. One, BBC Two and ITV. Yeah, but, you know, when I think they went from, I don't know if they went from BBC to ITV and back or whatever, but it was a big uh, coup to get them, really. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, to see you, I guess it's like a lot of these things we've talked about over these podcasts, to see you laughing at something. And it's silly, but to see it, you laughing at it, and it just reminded me sitting there laughing at it with my dad. And that's, that's you know, a generational thing. And I, I hope they're still playing Morton Wise, and I hope it's still relevant. It, to, to a certain degree, there are still bits of that that are very, very dated, but a lot of it is just funny because it's funny. Two Ronnies, similarly. Oh, yeah, you're t- I mean, I often can't remember the particular ones I like, but two runs, the the word playing the two Ronnies, the specifically, I used to always think Ronnie Bark was a funny one and all the rest of it. I've got a bigger appreciation of uh, Ronnie Corbett um, and the anecdotes he used to do, and that they're, they're absolutely brilliant because they sound like there's no structure to them, but there's so much structure to them. Yeah. Um, so no, they're, they're absolute classics you've just talked about, but I mean other stuff as well. I mean, we're in a golden age of drama now. Sorry, I just want to mention before we go off comedy, Only Fools and Horses was a fantastic oh, well, TV yeah. show as well. I mean, again, you know, it, uh, but, you know, the gags. writing is incredible. But drama, sorry. No, but, but dramas, we're in a golden age at the moment of the, the sort of quality Mum and money spent on these things now. They're little films. They're epic. They're epic. They're they're sort of they've got the same sort of budget. A lot of them as major films. Mm-hmm. So you're getting, you know, if you, you you can get like crime ones and whatever, but you can get fantasy stuff and that. And a lot of the places like Netflix will have. I think they've got a, a Lord of the Rings coming up. That's yeah. Amazon. That one. Oh, is it Amazon? But, but th- this is sorry. It's the money being pumped sorry to hop it. um hop in here. Yeah, just jump in. Um, when it comes to things like that, Amazon, Netflix, Disney Plus, there's probably some more that I can't remember. Hulu in America and stuff like oh, that. Right, okay. They they do have these such big Ooh. budgets. Yep, <laughs> they have these such big budgets they can just pump into this thing. Um, one example being Loki. How we've just watched Loki. You haven't quite finished it yet. No, no. But that was epic. And I think, like you're saying, they're like mini films. Each in their own episode is like a mini film. And you get so many more hours out of it than a film. And also, there was a danger at one point. Sit there when and binge, you'll be there for like eight hours well, compared te- to a film. Technology two. <laughs> sort of started to forge ahead. And I think there was a period where the, 
the look of it and the effects were top notch but at the expense of an actual decent story but now I think the writers they've got such and I'll say the word diversity because I think it is the right way of uh, describing it of writers throughout these things now and they really get to input their you know input their own personality on something so even if it's something like so Loki is a character from a Marvel it's already been in some epic films now there's a series but the person who's brought that in there has really brought something different to it yeah. and we said, saw that with other stuff that they've done so I think it's the experimentation as well with some of this stuff that's really good a key example I think of watching things and I guess go back to the ages and watching things develop and how because films used to be that films would have the best technology films would be mm. because all the money pumped into yeah. a film you can put many many hours into a film like for example Shrek the amount of hours you put in to produce one second of footage like be like a whole day yeah. Day, sorry. Yeah. Whole day of um, development to do one second of footage. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, uh, so you wouldn't necessarily do that for TV because it's going to take far too much work just to do something that's only on for 30 minutes and you've got to do however many episodes. But a key example of watching things gradually change is Doctor Who. Because mm. you watch things right from the start and there isn't much technology in it and there's, but they gradually develop, and even to a point where potentially technology is at a better point. But for to pump it into a BBC television program, it, the budget no. just isn't there, and that's especially more noticeable when it comes to like even more recent Doctors, like the Ninth Doctor, the Tenth Doctor, like Chris Ferguson, David Tennant, yeah. and you watch as more recent Doctors writing is my favourite, but more recent Doctors and watching how the effects have really changed, and anything can look. Because it used to be one of my favourite Tom Baker episodes, I can't remember the name of it, is when the there's basically kids wrapped in green bubble wrap. Yeah. And you compare that to nowadays. <laughs> the technology the arc, was. I think it's called. Yeah, yeah. but that the yeah, and, and the technology, but as I say, it, there was a point where uh people put effects in it for the sake of it. Just oh we can do this whizzy yeah. thing where it sort of flips around and do that. So they just do it. And it's and it's it, also worth mentioning the the, the absolute skill that some of these people have in do I mean I've got actually I've got a friend um Ellis he, oh, okay. he, oh right sorry yeah I've got a friend it. who works uh, freelance but he works at ITV at the moment yeah um it's incredible actually seeing some of my own friends do yeah. amazing well, stuff like this but, that sort of feel, and it makes you appreciate um what I've watched them do during school time uh, like when I was at school and stuff like that as well the amount of effort they put into these things. And it's just incredible what some of these people can do. And it's worth mentioning how talented and even some British talent there as well um, in creating... We have got um, some of the best in the world in the technical side of, of a production. Yeah. I mean, obviously, There's a company. always used to be film, but obviously that, that bleeds into TV work because, it, you know, that, again, as <laughs> TV now... The budget that was there for yeah, film, the and TV now, it's now TV is well. to work on something. In fact, there's a lot of people that would work on TV before movie, mm-hmm. um, and we do get. I mean, it, I do find it difficult because there's so much um, to try and get through, and you, you, I, I don't watch that much TV, so I might happen upon something. Um, I do get confused. Well, there's so we, many. Crime neither of us watch on. much TV. We mostly watch streaming stuff because. 
mum's watching TV. No, monopolises the TV, yeah. But, okay, but luckily right, so we've no, got all four and Netflix and Disney Plus. I mean, there's there's countless UK other programs. I mean, I'll walk Task away Master. from this and go, oh yeah, well things like that really really make me laugh, you know. And, and I think I've said before about other stuff, but uh, I prefer comedy. I do prefer comedy. I love other st- other genres, but comedy is something that you know it's it's escapism and if i've really laughing if i'm i'm exhausted from laughing at something it's it's done it done what i, what I needed it to do what about programs that you don't like programs i don't we've done this before and i don't necessarily have um programs or any there's i i find it difficult to think of things that i yeah. dislike but i feel like because you've asked that question you've got something Sorry, you, you want to know you want to know programs i don't like this is where I feel like it's leading to. Right, yeah. Here we go then. Oh, he's so, got his phone um, out. He's got a list. Yeah. Hang on. So, hold on, everyone. A real pro. A real problem for me is reality TV shows. Yeah, you love right. them. No, I can't stand them. Right, and I find it really a real difficult watch. Now, there's certain elements. That I've, I've, I'm, I'm into my music. So, if you've got someone up there and they're a singer and they're a fantastic singer and they've gone for a route like that, well, great. And I possibly could watch things like The X Factor or... The um, Voice. The Voice at the end. The Voice is a slightly different because most of the people on The Voice are uh, well, actually, no, I think already they're all good, all good. Just not necessarily the best. I cannot... Uh, I suppose my... Sorry, I just whacked the... Um, I didn't hear it that right. time. The It's car crash TV, really. That's what I find difficult because, it, you know, sorry, so much car crash it. TV. When you actually watch stuff like the traffic and traffic patrol and stuff like that, they're really interesting. But I don't, I no, you don't actually mean physical about, car no. crash. You no, mean no, other no. stuff? I'm talking about someone walking up there and everybody finding it hilarious, and then everybody next day saying, "Oh, did you see so and so? They were terrible." And I think I find that really difficult to deal with. Um, like I've, X Factor, like the guy that sings, "What have we done to the world?" What have we done? That one's pretty terrible. See, I wouldn't necessarily. I've only know watched because that on like Facebook and stuff. But, but. you know, and, and more recently, Love Island. Now, I spoke about watching a bit of Man About the House before a program came on. Love Island's always on before. I quite like Family Guy, um, and it's on, yeah, just before that. And so I often see the last few minutes of that. And even if it's on, and I've got sort of doing something else. It angers me. It is so ridiculous. Yeah. It angers me. But people love it. All right. Well, uh, really, really quickly, just before we go on to the next section, because I know we're in time, do an impression of one person from TV. Go. One person from TV? Yeah, a TV show or something. Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, uh, I'm just going to look down my thing. Uh, uh, I put them on the spot. I didn't tell them about this. Uh, I don't know. I can't, I've gone blank. I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to do Jim from Friday Night Dinner. Oh, this is all just because you've just managed to do Jim from Friday Night Dinner recently. I've watched and a lot of Friday showcase Night it. See, this is what I'm Hello, talking about. Jackie, <laughs> you look nice. See, now this is exactly what I'm talking about. Reality TV. <laughs> reality TV is worst. That's not reality TV. Someone just—that's a sitcom. Reality podcast. Someone coming on and trying to showcase something, and sort of crowbarring it in. 
under the pretense of asking me to do an impression off TV. Pathetic. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hey, you. What, me? No, not you. You. Me? Yes, you. Have you got a hamster? Yes, how did you know? It's the way you're standing, but that's not important now. Is your hamster listless, boring and lacking in personality? Fear not, because at Furry Friend Systems we can turn even the most uninterested rodent into an enigmatic and dynamic pet. By installing our top-of-the-range entertainment system, you will get 150 premium channels, including blockbuster movies, hard-hitting documentaries, premier sport, and a whole channel devoted to cardboard tubes. Now there's something to gather around the water bottle on a Monday morning to discuss. Subscribe now and get the first month absolutely free. First month free, then $75.99 per month. Locked in 10-year contract. Failure to pay will result in us taking your firstborn. Terms and conditions apply. Always read the small print. Right, so uh, on to the game for this week. Now, this week we've done stuff similar to this in the past. We have. Yeah, so I had an idea. You did. Um, and then there was a bit of confusion. There and was. So we, 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 I, I said, let's, for tele- the television episode, because we planned these a couple of weeks in advance, yeah. let's do uh, pitches for television shows. And if you recall the sci-fi episode... Um, I said there was a bit of confusion and Dad wrote pitches for sci-fi things, so I ended up writing pitches. So we've got pitches again, so I hope you enjoyed it in the sci-fi episode because we're about to do it again. Okay. Um, Because I'm aware how much I've written for these, should we just get ready to get started? Okay, should we play a sting? Let's play the sting. Aha! Aha! Give me some, give me some pitches, you bitch. Another great sting. I, there is something I will mention about that sting, though. Initially, when Dad recorded it, there's no sense of bleep. I thought, I better put that sense of bleep in. I was having a very difficult week. It has been a very difficult week. It could have been yeah. a lot worse than that, believe me. <laughs> it could have been. Right. It's okay. glad we, it was that that rhymed. Um, well, bearing in mind how many I've got, so how many have you got, sorry? Oh, well, I've got lots, so I might just pick out... Why don't you start and then... Um, some of the good ones. You start, because if you've got more, okay. you're best to start. Okay, well, my first one, uh, I want to pitch as a TV, new TV programme. It's called uh, Blankety Tank. Right. Um, it's basically free celebrities get six days to purchase and pimp a tank. Oh, I like it. Right. Each bringing their own personality to the project. Sounds right. like I was drinking personality to the project. Um, so, you know, so they 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 haven't got any limitations to what they do. Uh, they could put some massive great goggle eyes on the front of it. Actually, that's... Googly eyes. Oh, yeah, yeah, googly eyes. What did I say? Goggle eyes. Goggle eyes. I've You're very like drunk, drunk. Um you know, they, in fact, that's I don't even want to talk anymore. I'm just going to sit here I and like figure a, a tank with big 
googly eyes on the front. But yeah, so hosted by I'm thinking Mr. T. Right. Okay. Right, yeah, no, I, think that, that, I like that. Or if he's not available, uh, Ryan Clark Neil. Rylan. That's what I said, didn't I? He said Ryan. Oh well, I've written down Ryland, so I obviously just said that wrong. So Ryland Clark Neil, but preferably Mr. T. But basically, they get they've got a period of time, and they can do whatever I think they he'd be like. Pretty pleased with second choice there, though, Ryland. He probably would. Yeah, he'd probably like that. X Factor star he was. Yeah, I your know, favorite I know, show, but you know, he's yeah. actually quite funny. Yeah. So what do you think? I love it. I love it. I think if Katie Price is going on, though, it's definitely just going to be pink. With huge boobs on the front. <laughs> wow. She had a reduction, to be fair. Uh, at what? Because they were too Half big. price. <laughs> <laughs> Half price boob job. Is that what you mean when you said reduction? You uh, didn't pay for whack for them. But anyway, that, so that's my first one. So I'm quite pleased with that. I, I've, I, you should be quite pleased with it. Yeah. Now, some of mine are original ideas. Oh, I right, feel like okay. a burp coming up. Just drink loads of lemonade, so I do apologise. Okay. Um, some of mine are original ideas. Some of mine have, like yours, oh, I feel like a good burp again. You're doing it as well. Just do it. Just do whatever. Um, yeah, so some of mine are um, puns I've created a show from. Oh, I just went off mic you there. Don't just have so to do that. So you don't have to do that. I think it'd be nicer for the listeners. If oh, yeah, I bet it's really pleasant. Go on. Um, so anyway, so I'm going to start off with one of those. Right. And leave my original ideas for a moment. First one's called The Weakest Sink. What? Have you got the weakest sink as well? My next one is the weakest sink. Right, okay. Maybe we should definitely commission this. Right, so this one's competitive plumbing. Professional plumbers are put head-to-head with one another to become the best plumber. Each round, competitors will face a selection of plumbing-based questions. With each question answered correctly, they'll be given a piece of equipment or part that will help them mending a sink. Players will be eliminated each round until just three are left. These three will have a race with their collected parts and tools to mend a broken sink. The fastest and the best job, so they can't just bodge it and whatever and leg it. Um, that's our plumbing business, by the way, bodge it and leg it. Bodge it and leg it. Um, yes, yeah, so, so best one will, uh, to fix the sink will win a contract to refit one of Buckingham Palace's bathrooms. The series can keep on going as there are many bathrooms as well, so there's not restricted just one ep- uh, one episode. And they can also move on to other rural properties once that's done. Okay. What do you think? It's like the Royal Variety Show, but for plumbing. Is it? Right. Well, I had, I can't believe we've both done The Weakest Sink. Mine's slightly different. Three celebrities get six days <laughs> to purchase and work on the sink. Very similar to my take yeah, one. Right? Similar. It's a bit like Kaplug, Buckaroo or Jenga. The idea is they take turns placing items in each other's sink until it falls through. Then they are eliminated. <laughs> and I like I've that. Got, uh, who's your host for your one? Oh, I was thinking... Um, <sighs> I was I can't remember her name now. The one that she did weakest link. Oh, Anne Robinson. Anne Robinson. But I was going to think of a pun, but I, I forgot to. No. See, I think I want William Shatner to uh, right. host my one. You're getting big stars. But if not, Ryland Clark Neal. <laughs> right. I think I know where this is going already. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, no, that's really weird that we both picked him. Um, I, I think, think yours weird. is a stronger one, to well, be honest. Well, I think mine's, mine's quite an in-depth idea. However, I do think it's going to be really difficult to commission because you've actually got to get permission from the royals to be able to use oh, them. Oh, they're notoriously miserable, aren't they? Right, next one up then. Um, I think it's best to be you because that was, okay. strictly speaking, my turn. 
Right, next one I've got is the Crystal Meth Maze. Wow. Right. <laughs> Ten celebrities enter the Crystal Meth Maze and have to solve problems and riddles while under the influence of Class A drugs. The winner is the first one to find their way out alive. Tasks include getting a key into a lock, undressing and redressing themselves, giving directions to a taxi driver, riding a bike, amongst it's, others. It's great. I could see where there might be some moral problems of that, but screw it. I reckon it'd be great. Channel, yeah, Channel 4 would do it. Channel 4, it's no Channel 4 would do it. Um, I've got, I think, to host it, who have I got? Claudia Winkleman. Or... Or if she's not available, <laughs> Ryland. Goodbye, <laughs> <laughs> Clark Neal. All right, right okay. Okay. Um, my next one. Yep. Danny Dyer. Yep. Yeah. It's Which called, one? Um, Danny Dyer is in uh, Danny Dyer. Right, that okay. Um, it's called Redefining the Globe. Right. Right. This documentary follows Danny Dyer on his journey to becoming the first Cockney astronaut. Space travel is becoming more and more common. It's, set, it's a little bit in the future now. Um, with the likes of SpaceX, Virgin Galactic and others. Uh, but there is still very much a fear around the unknown. In an effort to try and encourage more people to investigate the world beyond our world and take advantage of life beyond the stars, uh, Danny Dyer takes us through his journey to show how easy and safe it is. Uh, there are some obstacles along the way, like with every documentary, some of them kind of set up, you know, um, but none that can't be overcome. Um, this show is on ITV. Um, and it's sponsored by a, re- a space real estate company. So when they start selling section of space, which specialise in real estate in the solar system. Mm-hmm. Um, so really, it's all a big thing to encourage people to move out to space so that the real estate company that's sponsoring it can make money from it. Mm-hmm. And what, with Danny Dyer? With Danny Dyer. Right. Because, you know, he's the he's spokesman geezer. of the people, isn't he? He is, he is. He represents everybody for <laughs> in anything. <laughs> you turned and a little everything. bit of giggle then, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Next, please. Uh, eight out of ten cats. I know you. what you think is there's already a program yep. there called Eight Out of Ten Cats, but this is eight cats and two humans. It's still a game show so with cats and humans. There's two teams compete against each other. Uh, they have a human captain on each team. I'm not stupid, that, otherwise it wouldn't yeah. work. Um, no, you're not stupid. And they're asked a series of questions about world events. Right. Okay. Uh, quiz master. Yeah. Sir Patrick Stewart. Yeah, wow, that'd be a good one. Yeah. But if, what he's, if not he's not available, available? <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ryland Clark Neal would be a perfect. He's making so much money, isn't he? He, he will be in mine. Anyway, yeah, that's that. Uh, do you want a quiz show? Give me a quiz show. I kind of have two, but this, uh, like, sorry, the what, weakest sink, like I said. This one's called Spill or No Spill. Ah. So it's a quiz show slash game show. Uh, this was the first one I wrote, and it's pretty in-depth. Oh, blimey. I've got rounds and everything. Contestants play in teams of two. There are four teams. Each team selects a player to answer the questions, and the other is the transferer. The player answering the questions is asked five questions, but they only have 60 seconds to answer them all. They may skip a question, but they forfeit 10 seconds in doing so. Okay. After answering the questions... I think I've turned over already. (laughs) The remaining time is given to the other player. So basically, if they've answered uh, 
five questions in 30 seconds. The other player's got 30 seconds. Now they've got 30 seconds to suck up liquid gold from the pool of fortune. And um, it's actually just dyed water of some kind or maybe just lit up in yellow lights um, with a straw and transfer it to a container on their podium. So they need to suck it up and then spit it out into this wow. container on the podium. They swap places and then uh, and the team with the... Um, so swap places and do the same the other way around because they're mm-hmm. teams of two. Um, or blowout water. No, no, no. So the other one ans- answers the questions and oh, then right, the other okay. one sucks this transferrer. And the team with the least amount of water in their container is eliminated. Now, this is repeated in a similar fashion for the second round. So they're both kind of identical. Um, similar to um, Pointless. Yeah. Um, the third round gets a little bit different because the transferrer is isolated. So they don't know how they're doing with the questions. Mm-hmm. And does not know how much time they have available. Um, so once they finish the questions, this guy, the the other person, will come out, and they will do the same thing. They're trying to suck up, but they don't know how much time they've got. Um, so they've got a maximum of two minutes, a slightly longer time on this one. Um, but they must complete the transfer without knowing how much time they've got. So for every mouthful they return, once the time has elapsed. So if, for example, you you had sixty seconds and your six seconds are up, and you return with a mouthful. Um, then this, what you spit in won't count. And also the same volume of what you spit in will have to be removed from the container as well. So every time you go over, you potentially lose even more. Uh, so it's a bit more risky. Um, this is repeated the other way around. So both team players do the same thing. Uh, the team with the greatest volume makes it to the final round. So this is basically they get the trophy, blah, blah, blah. But now they need to wait, play for the money. In the final round, one player becomes the carrier and the other the driver. So they're in a car now. Uh, they must transport a bowl of water around a bumpy racetrack without spilling it. Um, as time passes, the container gradually uh, goes down as well. So you can't just go around slowly. Uh, whatever is less than the volume equates to a sum of money. So say, for example, for every litre, you get this amount of money. And that's the game show. And are you going to explain the rules at the beginning of the game show? Because no, you're just not going to have round, a lot of time to round. actually play the game <laughs> Yeah, that was quite wow. in depth, wasn't it? That's like almost sensible. I can see an issue with uh, the fact that we're Apart around from the about pandemic. Sort of pandemic <laughs> that the spit there's a lot of spitting going on and transfer. Yeah, we might have to do this one. Not allowed to transfer. Yeah, exactly. Oh well, yeah, they, they can oh. use separate straws. Oh, they can like three meter straws. Yeah. Um, cats in the attic. Right. Excellent. Right. Several cat owners. Who have been deliberately and forcibly separate. very cat orientated ones so far? Are they? Well, two of them. Why? What was the other one? Like? Eight or ten cats. Oh yeah. Several cat owners who have been deliberately and forcibly, forcibly separated from their beloved felines have to guess their moggy from the sound alone. The cats are in the attic and they're downstairs. Yep. If they are right, the cat lives. Oh. If they guess incorrectly, they never see their cat again. Is that Schrodinger's cat as well? Yeah, it's kind of a little bit like that. Um, Host. dark. I feel like Petter might have a problem with this one. Eh? No, can't see anything wrong with it. Host, Dame Judy Dench. Oh, really and good. And? Tom Daly. Tom Daly. And what if those two aren't available? I've not really considered that, to be honest with you. I, I you can't not? see them not wanting to do it. So uh, how about Ryland though? Do you think? No, he's not. He's not. 
It's not I don't kind think of thing. he's uh, suitable for that. Oh, right, I think he's okay. allergic to cats anyway. Oh, is he? Yeah. Um, right, I've got two more. I've got a sitcom and I've got a reality show. Go what for it. What would you prefer? No, sitcom first then. Sitcom, okay. This one's called The Golden Platypus. Right. This is a sitcom set in a pub called The Golden Platypus. Mm-hmm. Um, a group of three friends meet in their, lo- in their local every Friday evening after work. Two are school friends, around 50, and the other is in his early 20s. Uh, one of the older guys, Paul, um, has two kids in their mid to late 20s so and um, about mid 20s and late 20s and the other martin is a single man with no kids uh, the young one tyler first met the older guys after he mistakenly sat at the table one evening in a drunken state they thought it was funny and jokingly said for him to come back next week and he did um they could never seem to shake him uh, but he uh, they grew fond of him in a paternal way uh, there are some other recurring characters, such as Paul's wife, Stacy, usually by phone, asking where he is. Uh, Paul's kids, Ricky and Sarah, the barman, Graham, landlady, Babs, crazy old man, Randall, and a very sweary old lady. Because, uh, you know, the funny factor of swearing old lady. Um, Martin often has dates. Tyler has an ongoing crush on Paul's daughter, Sarah. Um, episodes are often like hard to see the trio trying to... F- uh, fix each other's messes, gives misinformed paternal advice to Tyrone, just called General Chaos. Um, for some reason, my computer's capitalised General, so General Chaos will salute you. Yeah, um, Field Marshal Chaos. Um, there is also a lot of learning for Martin Paul's. They must learn to embrace the modern world and its challenges, things that were acceptable in their childhood no longer are, and they must learn um, this with some help from Tyler and some other young characters. Oh, so it's right. a sitcom, so it's but with a deep message. A deep message. And all the characters got names, but no funniness so far. No, I noticed <laughs> Apart that. Apart from the swear old lady. Really, yeah, there yeah. better be a lot of that but swear old lady. But I feel like that's a good it. base. And then I didn't write an episode, obviously. So. No, obviously there'll be Maybe a next lot of week. funny bit. Yeah. Right, okay. Yep. Um, Silent Witless. Right. It's about some really stupid and incompetent pathologists. Uh, and basically it's a 12-part series where we follow them as they ruin evidence accidentally, make wrong report summaries, uh, meaning cases are thrown out of court and murderers are roaming free. Excellent. Yep. What a great uh, idea. I haven't really thought more about it than that. But it's like a drama. Yeah. Serious. Is Ryland in it? I can't talk about it yet. Oh, you don't know if you've got no, him yet? It's in a sensitive point. Right, okay. Okay. Um, I've got one, just one more. Right. How many have you got? Well, two, but don't worry about it. I'll just pick one. Go on. Do you want to do one now and I'll do this one okay. and you do one after? Don't wake with Bigfoot. Can, right. you, can you answer all the questions before the Bigfoot wakes up and punches you in the face? The longer you take, the louder the ticking clock gets. The winner gets a cash prize and to feed the Bigfoot with a giant Kit Kat. Excellent. <laughs> what a callback as well. Yep. Um, so this one's a reality dating show. It's called Love of My Dreams. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's everything based on dating shows based on person's dreams. Contestants are put to sleep, but not in like their killed way. They're just sleeping um, once they wake and they discuss their dreams with a dream expert also known as a psychologist and an animator uh, the dream expert will as, um, assess the dream to determine I've written access but assess the dream <laughs> and determine what kind of person may suit the contestant and the animator brings the dream to life in a cartoon style once the dream 
experts select suitable partners. They are shown each other's dreams uh, where they must judge whether they like the person based on these. They watch the animation of someone's dreams. Wow. Um, Once they've selected the person, they must describe what they think they would look like. Once they've both described each other, they go on a VR date with like... and. Sorry, VR date, and they each using their own the avatars created by the other person. So they get to know the person behind the dream and their personality before they even meet face to face. After this, they decide uh, if they like each other uh, to meet on a real date. Then they stay together until the end of time because this is a technique that really helped people find long term love, and it's got a hundred percent success rate. Well, um, um, yeah, that's by far the best one. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that was a really interesting idea. I think uh, if, if you could do that, if the technology is there to do that, that's something I'd expect to see. Uh, what? Animation software is there, so I think it's possible. But, unfortunately... It's trumped by your one? There's a new one coming out called People Are So Stupid. Stupid people have to answer standard questions while a celebrity panel mocks them. If they answer a question right, they are patronised severely. If they answer wrong, they get a series of ever more painful electric shocks. There is no prize as they are too stupid to notice. <laughs> Host, Rylan Clark Neal yeah. and Chris Akabusi. Oh, Chris Akabusi. Yeah, he's back. He's back. I can't, I just think that, I'd, that's something I'd watch. Although it go, it's down the sort of avenue that I say I don't like. Yeah. But if I've invented it and I've got lots of money out of it, then maybe I'll think It again. doesn't matter really, does no. it? Well, well, I think we've got an absolute I feel like we could even start our own channel with all of this. Yeah. What would you call it? Hamster TV. <laughs> Hamster TV? Yeah. Wow, is this all going to go on Hamster TV? No, no, it's not, no. Do you reckon hamsters like will enjoy it? No, no Not no, the cat episodes? I don't episodes. Think anybody will enjoy it, to Not be the honest. cat stuff you've written. No, the cat, well, they'd be like horror films to them, wouldn't they? Yeah. Although well, they like, the ones the one... being in the, yeah, attic the attic would be quite, they would think that's a comedy. Yeah. It's like hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That was okay. really fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Well, that takes us to the end of the episode, really, doesn't it? It does take us to the end of the episode. It's quite sad being the end of the episode. Well, there'll be one next week. Will there? There will be. Oh, interesting. <laughs> anyway, on to the last bit of the episode then. So, uh, as of recording this, uh, we've got our store. Uh, yeah. If you're listening to this now, you missed the discount, didn't you? If you didn't buy uh, something. What are well, you like? Uh, you silly sausage. You probably bought uh, probably for the best really. Hamster TV entertainment system and can't afford anything else yeah, for the rest of your true. life. Uh, so yeah, um, but however, there is on the store if you spend over thirty pounds free delivery, that's still there. Mm-hmm. All you need to type in is I think free delivery or free at the end. It's fairly self-explanatory it when pops you go up. on There's there, a message that pops up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just keep an eye out for that. Uh, but that's when you spend £30 or more. Yeah. Um, but also on the website, which is fatherandsundays.com, uh, we've also got a contact page. Now, it would be great if you were to use that because yeah. it helps us listen to what you want to contact us about. Yeah, please do it. I mean, yeah. I'm starting to get really frustrated with it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've had a bad enough week as it is. I don't want another terrible week next week. So you could sort that out. You could help me. You could make my life a lot better by just making some sort of comment. Yeah. What would you like them to put? I don't care. 
Can it be good, bad? It can be anything. Just engage. It can be a question. It, can it, be, can, it can definitely can be a question. It can be a question. Which will be answered honestly and openly. It can be a comment. It can be a comment which will be taken on board and learnt from. It could be a or complaint. dismissed if it's a terrible comment. If huh? it's a complaint, it could be dismissed. Complaint, yeah. We'll listen I'll to listen it. Listen to it, and then I'll forget all about it and throw it in the bin. Yeah, and then uh, the virtual suggestion. Bin. Suggestion. We'll definitely suggestions because we've used suggestions. We've had two episodes that have been suggested directly by other suggested. People. Yeah, there's so been other episodes that we've we've had suggestions and we've had a similar idea. Yeah. But there's two episodes that have specifically been suggested by other people, and we've done them. So, you know, go for it. It's doable. It is doable. Anything's doable. We've also got on that page, I mean, other than the amazing merchandise we've got, like the hoodie and stuff like that, um, and the T-shirt. I do love our new T-shirt that we've put on there. Mm -hmm. Um, The Eleven of Diamonds. Yeah. Yeah. Other than that, we've also got the blog page, the What's New page, yep. where we tell you what's new, yep. when there's something new. Yeah, and if there isn't, what was new some Back months then, ago. Yeah. <laughs> and you can, there's the United States of America episode, we had played United States of America, that game is on there, all yep. those pictures. Um, also, there's the actual episodes page, where you can look yeah, at the episodes. Yeah, so you can actually, yeah, listen to them on there. Yeah. From all over the world. All over the world. It's actually quite interesting, the, some of the places that have been listened to recently. It is ridiculous. The places that uh, Ecuador, yeah, Uganda, yeah. Am I? Are we supposed to be going backwards and forwards? So like the Philippines, yeah. Morocco. Uh, yeah, just, just. There's a lot more madness. Uh, there's, oh, oh, we hit our 800 listens, didn't we? We did listen. We, we did listen to our. Yeah, we did. We, we listened our, to yeah. our episode. 800 no, times. so it's you know interesting that people from all over the world seem to be listening to these podcasts. A bizarre, unexplainable in itself, but they are. So you know, continue to do that. Tell people about it if you enjoy it. Yeah. Tell people about it if you don't enjoy it. Tell us about it if you don't enjoy it. Tell us about it if you do enjoy it. Tell us. Yeah. Also. Um, you don't just have to listen to on the website. We've got Spotify, Acast, Deezer, yep, all, all of them pretty much. You can go on to listen there. If you're using one like uh, Apple Podcasts or iTunes, you can leave a review, mm-hmm. a five-star review you can leave. Okay. Or you can leave four stars. I would do a four stars. Yeah. Um, it starts getting a little bit It starts getting a little bit worse from there. Gets, but, you yeah. know, if, if you can and you want to, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I feel like, oh, and social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can like and follow us on those. Uh, we do updates, I think. Yeah. Well, we do updates. I don't know what I'm saying. I think. We do updates. You're right. Yeah. Probably should do more, but we do. Um, anyway, anything else you want to add? No. I I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. It does a little bit, doesn't it? Yeah. It's probably because I've been speaking for too long about this end bit. And it will stop and then we'll suddenly realize. So don't worry. And then we'll just miss it and put it in next week, but then we'll forget next week. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Okay, then. All right, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Will we tell you what we missed? Yeah. Bye, everybody. Bye.
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.